Ready? We're back with Inside with Outsiders, and today's guest, I have to make sure I roll my R's because she told me I have to roll my R, Isabel Guerrero. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Gracias. <laughs> By the way, this is going to be in English and Spanish, I have a feeling. <laughs> uh, good thing we got Chris, who's half Puerto Rican. Uh, Here we go. So, uh, Isabel, you are from Venezuela. Correct, from Venezuela. Yes, and, and what's interesting is like, I, I was your character, you're a lot of energy, oh. you're live. But I wanted to hear more about your story about Venezuela. You came here as a political refugee, right? Correct. Yes. Politic, political asylum Politicus, is, the, is political the name asylum. of the immigration uh, process that you have to fight for. And that. to me, that's really interesting. Like, I want to know the whole process of what it was like growing up there. Uh, obviously, if you want to share a little more about your life, more than just a, a political refugee. Uh, but, um, yeah, so tell us, where, where exactly are you from in Venezuela? Well, um, I'm from a little town called Merida. I usually don't explain that too much because, I mean, not everybody uh, knows all the states of Venezuela, mostly just Caracas. But I'm going to give you the full disclosure. Please. I'm from a little town called Merida, but I didn't uh, live there for too long. I was there well, until I had two years old. Yeah. And then we moved to another state called Lara, Barquisimeto, which is where I grew up. And I, when I, people usually ask me, I usually say, I'm from Barquisimeto. Um, I also live like two years in Caracas, which is the capital of my country, and uh, from when I went to college. Okay. Um, what, was it, what was the place you're from like? Is it a small town? Is it a, it's a small, small city? Town. It's a little chilly, which is funny because um, I used to joke about it. Uh, telling my friends and uh, my boyfriend about that little town because it's chilly, so it's freezing out there. What and do you then, mean? How's it freezing? It's and then the temperature is like 20, probably, I don't know, 28, 27. Celsius. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's hot. That's like uh, 85, that's, that's 86 degrees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's not really freezing or chilling. I mean, so why did you say it was chilly? Because um, the little town was close to the mountain. And the weather was a little bit more chilly. Plus, oh, uh, in general knowledge, Venezuela is, is the Caribbean, right? So the climate, the weather there, there is, you know, it's very warm there. Right. We don't we don't have seasons. We only have like too hot. Right. I mean, like, <laughs> too hot or too hot to handle. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I mean, I'm rainy season. Are you describing Venezuela or you? <laughs> okay. Um, so. What was it like growing up there? I mean, I know you don't have any other point of reference, so that's where you know. But how would you describe uh, your growing up and did it change at all as you got older, which led to you leaving? Or was it always the same and you just wanted to leave? Um, growing up in Venezuela was amazing because, well, the people, the views, and um, I don't know, the vibe in general it was pretty awesome there. But as I grew older, I realized all the political and social changes and problems that are still are in my country right now. And the moment that I decided to went to college, college, it was uh, when I was like in a hurry to get out of there. And in fact, the, um, the college degree that I, that I got is in business administration, by the way. Um, it's supposed to thank you. It's supposed to take, take me five years, but I actually did it in four nice. because getting extra credit and just don't go in on vacation and stuff like that was pretty tough. I feel that back in Venezuela, my 
like my best time of like you know being nutty and hanging out yeah. a lot with my friends and drinking and going to the beach and stuff like that was in high school okay that was totally high school in, in fact uh, my friends my oldest friends are uh from high school now you mentioned the political uh situations in Venezuela. Can you elaborate on what you know based on the political uh, conditions there and also what you experienced? Like, did you see anything firsthand that you thought, well, let's Absolutely. Give, give us some, give us some examples. Uh, well, things like um, not having water mm. for like mm, weeks. Weeks of no water? Weeks of no so water. So how would you go yeah. about You I mean, have to like buy the trucks of water uh, like a very expensive price. Uh, things like no gas, um, things like struggling to find food and stuff like that. Basically, the um, life uh, quality of life was pretty low back then. And was it because of some sort of sanctions or because the government wanted to... Well, there is no production in Venezuela, right? Everything is pretty much imported or, or like... I feel that... I don't... I'm, not an expert, obviously. I'm not a political expert. Well, but since yeah. my, my experience, it was pretty tough living in there. In fact, when I just stepped a foot in the United States, I feel that I learned very quickly how to appreciate the basic things. Like, you know, shower with, <laughs> with, uh, with the water falling into you like that instead of, instead of with a little container. Yeah. Those stuff, um, those stuff are, were very, very tough. Can you living give an there. example? I mean, that's 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 hard living. That's struggling, right? Can you give an example of like when it was the worst for you? And would you mind telling us? No, I don't mind. You can you can ask around. Okay, it's fine. I'm an open book. Good. Um, it was hard when I went back to the house that I grew up, um, because uh, I was from Caracas. From Caracas, yeah. yes. Uh, after I graduated, so let me let me circle back after. I um, live in Caracas, um, and then I got an internship after I graduated. So I moved from the place that I was living, which it was inside uh, inside the university, inside my college, um, because of scholarship that I had. Uh, <clears throat> then I moved to Caracas, very close to the place that I got my internship, and I lived there from like um, probably a year and a half, almost two years. And back in that time, the protest was pretty bad. Mm -hmm. They were pretty bad. And when I was working in, in a maritime company, by the way, it was like a supply chain, mostly exporting um, petroleum. Okay. But that, that's their biggest export, right? Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's the only... It's like a mon, mono... Um, yeah. the, main the, the main source of economy is yeah. like petroleum back there. Um, but the, when, when, I'm, uh, when I live in Caracas for a long time, uh, I find out that the money was every time less and less, like the things that I can buy with it. So I had to make a decision. I have to either. What do you just mean by that? Well, prices were increasing? And because the salary that I was getting uh, was barely covering the rent yeah. at the beginning. And then. Uh, as time go went by, I uh, was barely covering what I ate. And then as time went by, it was like negative. Why is that? Was things changing? <laughs> because in the inflation in Venezuela yeah. is crazy high. Okay. Like if you Google it right now, it, it would probably be like 1,000 something higher. Yeah. 
It was pretty pretty hard. So when you realize that, how long did it take for you? Because you were living in Caracas at the time, right? Yeah, I, I live in so, Caracas. So what was the determining factor? When were you like, I got to go? Um, I was getting my salary from that maritime company, but I was getting like a bonus under the table because the thing is that companies that subsist, subsist back uh, when I, the period of time that I was there, um, they pay you an official salary or used to pay you an official salary, but also give you like a bonus in that way you can stay in the company because they will know that if they pay you what, what by law is the salary, um, you will just not stay because it's not enough. Right. Um, oh, because so, so I, I won't get, I was getting, sorry, I was getting that uh, bonus in, in dollars. So that was big deal. That was big deal by, in 2000, probably 17, It's because it's, is it communist uh, culture? Yeah. Plus it's a dictatorship, right? And they are very um, close to like a narco Communism. I don't. I don't know. Really? Again, I'm not an expert in politics, but and I hate politics to be honest. Um, I just know that uh, growing up in Venezuela it was difficult because the struggle of the day-to-day -day living and the stuff that you have to do just to pretty much survive. Yeah. Um. So what was that moment where you were like, I gotta go? What was that? What I was. was saving, I was pretty excited because I was. I was saving money and I was like, okay, I'm gonna just get my airplane ticket and uh, get out of here by, by my own. I don't have to get money from somebody else or, hey, can you help me yeah. please to leave that country and then I pay you or I work in a restaurant or whatever and then I pay you. I was about to leave my country with from my own. Right, doing, yeah. Exactly. And uh, then something happened. I got scanned with airplane tickets and never get to leave the country in the way that I was oh, wow. planning to. And... Uh, can you want to tell it us was, about that story or no? Um, There's not much it to was, it. I mean, it's, it was pretty simple. It was a friend, <laughs> in so much quotes, friend, yeah. that told me, yeah, I can get you the airplane ticket. So I give him pretty much all my savings for that. And I just got scammed. Wow. I'm <laughs> it sorry. was pretty hard. So for me, it was, okay, pretty much reset my financial situation there. And then it, it meant go back home to sleep in my individual minimum bedroom again with yeah. my mom and helping her with stuff like getting water or like do a line um, the night before to, to put gas in the car yeah. and stuff stuff like that wow that's insane it's hard to believe uh, hard to understand given that we have everything at our fingertips here i know so you couldn't do it the way you wanted to do it you go back to your mom's how long were you there? I help out my mom for like, well, help out now. We pretty much support each other surviving. And my brother was living in Atlanta, in, how, how in Georgia, because um, he moved what, one year before me, like 2018. Yeah. He moved here to the United States. Well, how did he move here? Because he, he's a um, Marine. Uh, a Marine. He works... I mean, he, the thing is that Marines in Venezuela, in Venezuela uh, you can work from a maritime company, but it's oh, not gotcha. related with with, with uh, like a military right. like here. Yeah. It's like two separate things. Oh, he's things. like a longshoreman, like a like a ship guy, dock worker. Like a ship guy, yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so he used to get like these contracts for um, I don't know six months, one year, uh, one and a half year, and he would be like on board all of that time. 
and he will save money and then uh, go back and then, you know. So he was here, he was in Atlanta for work? He was what? He was in the United States for work or he ended up no, coming for work and No, he decided to, to come here uh, with the same circumstance as me. Like either I keep working and survive or I just take these savings and start over and start from scratch yeah. in Georgia. And that's, that's why... Um, I leave the country the same way that every immigrant leaves the country, which is a family member helps you out with the airplane tickets and stuff like that and start over. And you literally have to start from scratch, pretty much. It's commendable. I mean, it's, it's hard. I can't imagine having to do that. My, my, uh, my dad had to do that. Uh, but he had the help of my mom's parents when they, came, when they left Iran. It was a little different. It wasn't like they came here with nobody, knowing nobody. They had... Literally nobody was here, like... That's, that's the thing. That's the thing. Nobody is here waiting for you or, or yeah. helping you out. You got, you got to figure but it out. You, you said your mom is also here. Did she leave? You and her leave together? No, no. Um, the first uh, one to leave in the family was my brother, mm-hmm. and uh, then it was me. He helped me, and then we both helped my mom, and uh, we kind of tricked her. Like, <laughs> like let's come to visit and see what happened. Blah 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 blah, and then she stay. Really? So yeah, you guys because uh, we kind of like uh, explained to her multiple times. Uh, she was on the fence. Like, should I go back? Should I stay? But uh. if I go back, I don't know if I'm gonna see you guys again. Yeah. Which is that's literally how it is. If she she would have been in Venezuela, back in Venezuela, there is no guarantee that we will see her. Right. I was telling you earlier that I cannot. I can pretty much not leave the country because my immigration status. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's anyone who's looking for a green card in, in any way. Uh, hey, she's not being too loud with her hands, is she? No, 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 she's oh, fine. Oh, we got the new mic stands, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so you end up tricking your mom and having her stay, <laughs> obviously. I <laughs> not tricking my mom, yeah. I mean, I... I why, why, why did your brother choose uh, Atlanta? He had a... F- he had a friend that was waiting for him. There's a big, like, Spanish-speaking population down in, like, Augusta, outside Atlanta, like, down in Georgia. Really? Yeah. A lot, yeah. He had a friend that was like, hey, look, I can hook you up with a job and a dealership or whatever, and there is a two-bedroom, so I can rent you out the, the other bedroom. That was like... So you went and stayed with him when he got here? Yes. I stayed... Oh, that was... <laughs> that wasn't fun. Why? I mean, it was fun at the beginning, but I don't know. Um, I'm not like best friend with my brother. We don't have a bad relationship. Let's let's be honest. We don't have a bad relationship. We are there from each other. But I feel that while more apart we are, <laughs> more closer. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, I you hear what you're what saying. Like, yeah. I don't know, especially because I came from living by myself. Um, in an apartment, you know, I was kind of independent in Caracas. Yeah. So living with somebody is not an easy thing to do. No, it yeah, it's, it's hard going back and relying on somebody to get stuff done. Or even having, like, losing that full-on privacy. No, <laughs> exactly, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely we, right. We, listen, we were, sharing, we were sharing room with um, another lady and her son. And um, she had a bathroom in that apartment, like, two bathrooms. And we... We used to share the bathroom that was outside, my brother and I, and we used to sleep in the same room, like two separate beds, beds obviously. But it was, it was, no, no, not nice, <laughs> not nice. <laughs> a lot of snore, 
Oh, or yeah. Barb's. Uh, Barb's is snoring, but that's what brothers do, right? <laughs> no. So, where, so you, but you, your mom also stayed there too, right? It was the three no, of you? No, she, she didn't stay there because by the time that we brought her here, uh, my brother was already living alone. So wait, your mom, how long after you showed up did your mom show up? Like one year. Oh, wow. Yeah, probably one year. And there weren't, there wasn't. And her, her visa was about to expire. So it was a. That's oh, a, she had a U.S. visa. Yeah. To, to like a tur- tourist U.S. Yeah, yeah. visa. I hope I don't get in any trouble because of all of this stuff. That no, I mean I think given <laughs> your your political asylum status, it's all stuff they already know, right? Exactly. So uh, I mean, hope so. If there's anything, we'll double check. Yeah, you no, double check. And if there's anything that you want to have blocked out, we can. I can take it out. That's yeah. not a problem. Yeah, we won't well, the fact that, that, I mean, you come here with a tourist visa, but you're not really... Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of people do that. Yeah, yeah especially especially in New York. It's like like a main thing to do. Well, especially when you're seeking political asylum, there's no way for you to leave without a tourist visa, right? You have to show up with a tourist visa. Exactly. Or a uh, student visa. What yeah. Our student visa, uh, the other way, um, besides tourist visa, is being a student or getting a talent visa Yeah. or marriage. That's another. True. But yeah. Okay. So your mom showed up a year later and you were living alone by then? I was living with my boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I met my boyfriend in uh, Atlanta. Um, What's his? Uh, is he Venezuelan? No. What he's is not he? Venezuelan. He's from here. He's from New York. Does he speak Spanish? You know, he understands. Like, if I'm on the phone with my mom, he will ask me, like, oh, so your mom, blah, 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 blah. You understand freaking everything. What's his background? <laughs> um, I think he has Ireland and uh, Italian oh, wow, grandparents. Okay. Like, no, 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 no. With, for one side and the other side. And you met him in Atlanta? I met him in Atlanta, yeah. So how did you guys end up in New York? Because that was my plan the whole time. <laughs> wow. You heard it. You heard it from her, buddy. What's his name? That's my, that was my name, Bobby. Bobby? Robert. Robert. <laughs> she just exposed the truth. You know this movie, Inception? Yeah. That you plan an idea and then you slowly go. This is not when? helping. The <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Robert. Uh, you might have some things to ask her. <laughs> no, he knows. He knows. One one of the first one of the first conversation. It was like, look, my dream was always uh, live uh, in New York. In fact, I almost when if I when I didn't get scammed before, my vision was I'm gonna get an apartment in Hoboken because it's cheaper in New Hoboken. York. <laughs> I don't know. That was like the. How'd you know all this from Venezuela? I believe Google. Okay. Yeah. Up, up internet there, uh, <laughs> Jeremy. I'm, hey, you know what? It's not a far-fetched question because a lot of like Cuba doesn't have internet it's true. like that. It's true. So Iran doesn't really have internet like that. It's true. But it's You're funny right. she says Hoboken. Yeah. Most people think New York like, oh, I'm gonna live in Brooklyn or I'm gonna live in Queens. Maybe I'm the Bro- Hoboken. She's, I'm gonna live in Hoboken in Jersey. But I, don't, I don't know. It's because it's, it was cheaper when I was googling. That was like it the is. cheaper option. I, guess. I mean, I don't know about Hoboken. Yeah, I don't know about maybe Hoboken. downtown Jersey City back then. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. That um, was the plan. That was the plan the whole time. So yeah. Uh, so you finally. Tricked him. I mean, uh, convinced no, him. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> trick him. I didn't trick him. I was pretty But, but let me ask you this. Your, your brother is in Atlanta. Your mom is in Atlanta. Was it easy for you to move to New York? And what were they saying? I mean, does your mom have a, a, a support system in Atlanta? Um, she's working in a dentist. My mom is a dentist. Okay. Yeah, she has like a 
so many like degrees and studies and yeah. courses post post grade. Like a lot of the uh, immigrants. Yeah, she's very knowledgeable yeah. in her area, to be honest. Um, but when she arrived here, all of those studies that that she had it was like you can know. Nobody here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Like uh, the stories of like these cab drivers who have like engineering degrees or doctor's degrees, but because they didn't do them here, they're not allowed to practice. And uh, it's it's kind of weird. You know, I'm assuming like they could probably, you know, some of them might be better at, at those jobs than folks here. But I know, I you know. once working at a restaurant in a Mexican restaurant that the lady one woman at the kitchen used to be like a general manager of a very important bank in caracas really yeah and she was she was like washing the dishes and all that shows how i mean that shows how invested they are for a better a better life right that's how maybe we should say how unhappy they are and wherever they're coming from right to be willing to take uh you know a cut a pay cut or like even like a stature cut in regards to like if you're running, what is it, well, a bank, right? Prestigious job, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. a well-regarded job to be doing dishwashing. You know, if you're willing to make that kind of sacrifice because... It, it, makes, it, makes you more, it makes you humble. Oh, absolutely. But it also shows the dedication they are to having their life, the f- freedom or whatever you want to call it. You know, it's, it's, uh, I commend these people for following that. Some people might get so stuck in earning whatever they're making or even having to the prestige of having a better job in a place where they're unhappy as opposed to going somewhere where they might be happier and have a job that's maybe not regarded as important, which that's not my view. Obviously every job is important, but yeah. Uh, So when you moved to New York and you fulfilled your dream, how did you feel? (laughs) The American dream. Exactly. I mean, it's a scam. It's a scam. scam. (laughs) I mean, all right. So uh, there's a comedian, George Carlin. I'm sure you know who he is, Of right? course. I'm a comedian, what? There's a comedian. His name is George Carlin. He passed away. But he said, the American dream, you have to be asleep to believe it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the information that we get. It's, like, all, it's, it's, all, it's all within perspective, right? No, yeah, so, it's all within yeah, perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. if you're coming I, from I a place where there's no upward mobility and, you know, for example, the inflation makes it unsustainable to live, America's great. No, right. as long as you, as you, if you're gonna come in and, and you're gonna you're gonna sit there and you're gonna hustle and work and you can do absolutely your thing, hustle. I mean, no, no, you can make it as long as you're gonna be. If you your goal is to come, listen, I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna kill it. That's it. And then you end up a workaholic. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for your happiness at 60 when you retire. So well, let's let's go back to what what did you do in Atlanta? What do you do now? Like, how did you find? your place in society and contributing to that? Uh, when I arrived in, in Atlanta, um, while I was waiting for my documentation, you know, the, the social security and the work permit and stuff, <clears throat> which it took me like one year, or mm, probably a little bit less. I was working uh, in a Mexican restaurant. Uh, I work in a T-Mobile. T-Mobile, Metro Piece or something, Metro Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know if I can say bad word. I can say bad word, right? You should too. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> okay. Metro piece of shit. <laughs> okay. What's the piece of shit? <laughs> metro piece of shit. Metro, metro piece of shit. Wow. Okay. Never heard that slogan. <laughs> um. Yeah. I I work there. I work in a restaurant. Uh. What else? I work. I work cleaning parking spot. Cleaning parking spots. Cleaning parking spot. Hear me oh. out. Imagine me <laughs> with this physical, <laughs> this face, this beautiful face, with a huge hose washing. I mean, I have fun. The first day, I have first fun. First off, 
I can see you having a blast, and like if you're working with anybody, they'd be soaked. I mean, <laughs> I was, no. this guy that was working with me, I, I did that once. <laughs> but yeah, I was washing parking spot. That was a weird, weird job. But well, strangely, I did have fun. What was the hardest experience you had having moved here? Mm, how do you say incertidumbre in English? Say it in Spanish? Incertidumbre. Uncertainty? Uncertainty. Yeah, okay. Okay, the uncertainty yeah. of, no, no, I mean the uncertainty of when do I going to be able to, when I'm going to be able to leave the country. Because that's a stupid rule. When are you going to be able to leave the U.S., you're saying? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah you're to piece it. I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to start over again in another no, country, man. <laughs> but, uh, just, yeah. but is there an uncertainty of when I'm going to be able to, like, go on vacation, for example, in Cancun or something? Or visit Venezuela, I imagine. Would you, would you want to go back there? Um, Was there a chance? I mean, to, if, if there is a chance that things get better. No, I mean, I mean like, if you were to go visit with a U.S. passport. Would they give you trouble about going back there? It's difficult to tell. Right. Uh, actually, I don't, I don't know. Well, because I, the things that probably I, I knew about Venezuela in 2019 changed probably two course. months. Yeah. Uh, things changed there yeah. so fast. Well, let me ask you this then. What would be the first country, you, first place you visit once you leave the country? But can I go, is it Venezuela included to those, in those countries? Yeah, of course. Los Roques. I, w- I will go to Venezuela. You go back to Venezuela. To you can go anywhere in the planet and you go back to Venezuela. I mean, I, there are still a lot of things that... I'm not saying it's terrible. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I'm asking because... Venezuela is a beautiful country. I've heard. I've heard. But, um, I mean, if I have to, like, pick a... Let's, no. see, let's see. If I have, like, no limitations... Wait, wait, but your first answer would be to go back home and visit home. You have family there. That's, that's your I, first place. I do have family okay, there. Okay, so that would be your first place. Okay. That's that's uh that's the answer I wanted to hear. Yeah. Um good. Oh, okay. So uh okay. Um do you feel stuck here? Like in prisons? I don't, not obviously not in prison, but like because you can't leave, do you do you feel a certain way? I mean maybe not day to day, but when you think about it. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you can still travel throughout the United States, though, right? Yeah. She came with Zion, actually. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, I not, mean, I, it's I, not leaving the country, but you can still travel. Absolutely. Yeah. I have been, I mean, as, as much as I can, I have been uh, going out to the different states and stuff like that. But it's a lot cheaper to travel, for example, to, I don't know, Mexico or something like that. Yeah. Like, in other countries. Because I feel that doing tourism is very expensive. It can be. It can be expensive, yeah. Okay, now what was your happiest moment when you arrived here? Or since you've arrived here? <laughs> Wait, you're talking about in Atlanta or in New York? Uh-huh, in Atlanta uh, or in New York. I have two happy okay. moments. Okay, oh, you have two happy moments here, both. But, um, and it could be anything. It doesn't, it, it, I'm assuming something culturally, but go ahead. Okay, the happiest moment when, like, probably the first couple of days when I arrived to Atlanta, it was um, showering. I remember showering like with nice and warm shower instead of with a bucket. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, that was pretty, ha- I put play music and everything. It was like showering for hours. <laughs> it's funny. It's a simple thing. No, they, it's a granted. simple thing that makes people really thing, happy. Yeah. I mean, even, even like, you know, I, once in a while when like, let's say your hot water heater goes in that first hot shower you take. Oof. Man. 
That's something special. That's something, <laughs> That's I, something I make special. It a, a whole ritual. I make a whole ritual. I have like a, this little ball of lights that I, I turn it off the lights of the yeah. bathroom, put this disco yeah. yeah. ball of light and play some <laughs> reggaeton or merengue. In the show, <laughs> like something relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> reggaeton, merengue, salsa. <laughs> Sauroso. That's divino, divino. Amazing. Okay, so that's your, that's your experience in Atlanta. When you came to New York, you obviously uh, had been in the U.S. for a year or two by then? Yeah, I came here during COVID. Like, it was 2020, the end of 2020. Well, that's that's a great time to come here. <laughs> I was so eager to, I want to do all the touristy stuff. I want to go to Times Square. I want to go to the, um, all the places yeah. that you're supposed to visit here. And my boyfriend was like, oh, the tourist stuff. Because he's like. It's all closed, yeah. Yeah, but everything was closed. Everything. And he, But he's from New York too, right? Yeah. So he doesn't, he doesn't want to do any of that. No, of course not. But <laughs> hear me out. I was like, I don't understand why you don't have this like excitement for, for like go to places and, you know, share that with me. But then when my mom visited, <laughs> she wanted to do all those things again. And, and, I, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so fucking embarrassed my mom I want to take a picture with, with this police guy because he's so handsome and I was like no mom oh, don't wow. do that <laughs> so embarrassing and then my boyfriend by, <laughs> was looking at me like ah yeah. so, what, so what was your happiest moment in New York the happiest moment in New York let's see um, probably when I moved with my boyfriend Oh, when you moved you, when you came to New York, you didn't live, uh-huh. you didn't live with them right That's away. Cute. <laughs> you didn't live with them right away when you moved to New York. Uh, no, I mean we lived together in in Atlanta, uh, but then the house that we are currently living was way more nicer, and we have a patio. Oh, when you moved in with him, okay, nice. Oh, so you made, you went from living in an apartment to like living like now you're in a home. Exactly, yeah. And so for the same price, by the way, for the same price that we were living in an apart in a in one Atlanta? bedroom. Wait, where are you in living? A, I was living in Sandy Spring. In Atlanta, now, and now you live in Forest Hills. Now I live in Forest Hills. Really, in Forest yeah. Hills? Wait, hold on. But that deal was is because we know like the people that live there. Oh, so oh okay. 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 okay I was gonna say you. I lived in Forest Hills back in like 2008. It wasn't that cheap back then. Forest yeah. Hills fucking expensive, oh, man. It is expensive, yeah. but it's really nice out there. The houses are amazing, though. Yeah, and too. And so walkable. I, I love I, it. I love your answer. Your your answer about uh, what was your happiest moment in Atlanta? That that's so like. <laughs> so genuine and authentic and like a feel-good story. That's nice. I appreciate that. It was a, the way that I described it was exactly how I ha- what I happened. I, I did shower for like two hours. You know, and it's funny because uh, there's a documentary on the former Yugoslavia basketball players that left during the war and played in the NBA. Divac, uh, Petrovic, uh, all these but guys. Were they running from war? Oh, they weren't shit. running from war. They they got they left war, right? But there was also uh, Soviet. So maybe this was even before that. It was when it was still part of the Soviet Union. So they had no they had no resources. So like they'd go to the supermarket, kind of what you're explaining, and there'd be no food. So one of them described. I forgot who it was, but he's in L.A. And he goes. The first thing he does, he goes to the supermarket and he just hangs out in the supermarket for hours, looking at the fruit and the food, and like this is the amazing. options. Yeah. All the options. Exactly. I, w- I will stare into the bottle like, look at all of these brands. Yeah. So many brands. <laughs> yeah. I want to shower with all of that right. water. And yeah. I don't know. It's so, so good. It yeah. feels, it feels no. so good. Having options is like, a, it was a luxury back, back there. From, it is a luxury. From, yeah, it's a luxury. For some for countries. Sure. Uh, but I'm saying, for coming from a place where 
the options for everything is limited. What's your perception of American culture? Uh, do you feel like Americans just are oblivious to the luxuries they have? Like, <laughs> tell me from your perspective what you see. Sometimes I feel that um, uh, people that have been living here for so long or like, born here or whatever, they don't probably don't appreciate everything that, that they have. It's a common thing to... It's, it's a known thing. Like, you don't really appreciate until you don't have it. Uh, but nature. if you're born not having it, when you have, it's like the best. Right. It's the best. Um, but I feel that my perspectives change since I came here to the country because, you know, every country, every situation has, is going to be always pro and cons. So it's not a perfect, it's, it's not a perfect country. It's not a perfect society. Politically uh, speaking, what is happening here is a little crazy. Yeah. Scares me a little bit because yeah. I'm familiar with so many stuff that uh, sometimes I read in the news and I'm like, oh, I run away from that. I want right. to hear about right. that. Yeah. I hear you. I was going to ask you what's the negative thing, but I wouldn't, I don't want you to talk, answering that on, on TV. So waiting for your, your green card. So we'll, we'll skip that question. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I have a few more. Oh, you want to play the game? Okay. So wait, 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 let's explain this. So, okay. uh, heading over here, <laughs> Isabella is, is, uh, a character you could tell last <laughs> personality very happy and she's like by the way i brought a game for us to play on the podcast she obviously hasn't watched any of our podcasts yet so she knows <laughs> about I, it. I watched a couple of but i, I mean you gotta be i don't i didn't want to copy the same structure no i hear you I, but so when you like, said it, i'm like wait 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 and i was like you know what let's try this something new and, and it might show more of your personality so <laughs> where there we go i'm a chris involved in this one <laughs> So we're going to play, what, two truths and one lie? Correct, yes. I'm okay. going to give you How many questions are we doing? Six. Okay. So if you spot uh, the six lies. So the first time somebody's asking me questions on this show. Let's go. Wait, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> the question, I'm going to give you sentences. I'm not going to ask you a question. I'm going to give you three sentences, three facts about me yeah. that you are going to... Oh, you got to figure out if she's telling you the truth yeah. or not. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Plus, I already give you a little bit of background of, of my life. Okay. So you have a... Let's find out about it. She's really okay. not from Venezuela. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first one. Um, I have twins brothers. Second one. I once brushed my teeth with rum. And, <laughs> and I ran 10K. You don't have twin brothers. Nope. <laughs> so, am I right? No. I mean, you're wrong. I do have twin brothers. Actually, you have one have, brother. Hold on, but I mean, they're half. Now, now we're finding out she's lying no, on the podcast. No, hold on, hold on, time out. I'm going to explain it to you. Um, <laughs> I have, my parents were divorced and my dad remarried. And uh, obviously he has more kids. Okay, okay. So, so I do have twin I brothers would, and a, a sister, a little sister. I would, I don't know. So <laughs> rum or running a 10K? I feel like you could do both. So I have no idea. She's never ran a 10K. Never ran a 10K? I never ran a 10K. Okay. I tried though. I tried to run 5K once and it was a mess. You know, this episode from The Office that Michael Scott would eat a whole plate of pasta. I did kind of the same thing and it was a mess. <laughs> I don't know. I overeat. At least it wasn't a Ken Tanaka story. So you could go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm not a runner. I'm actually not okay. a runner. What's the next and one? Let's hear No, no, hold on a second. Don't blow I, I knew She it. brushed her teeth with rum. <laughs> Please, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please explain. 
I'm gonna explain that one. Um, you just wait. By the way, I just so, want to. I just want to explain. Rum is made out of sugar cane. Yes. So you're brushing your teeth with stuff that's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you brush your teeth with. So let's hear but this. Hold on. Before you say that, is the word, have you ever tried Venezuelan rum? Yes. Uh, you have, Chris? Yes. Okay. I know that you don't drink, but you used to drink before. Yeah, I drink a little uh, on very rare occasions, but Venezuelan I never had Venezuelan rum. rum. is the best, and I have been trying rum from um, like two to three places, okay. and uh, I stick with my thing. Venezuelan rum is the best. Okay, so why did you brush your teeth with Venezuelan <laughs> rum? It wasn't a bed or something. I, we were hanging out and we just sleep over in the house, in, in a friend's house. Um, next morning, the, wa- the water wasn't coming out. I mean, but you know, this type of, um, <laughs> this type of drink night that you wake up and you still have like the Hangover? tipsiness. No, no, oh, no, so no. Drunk. no. You're still like, drunk. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Same, you sleep oh, yeah, yeah, and you're supposed yeah. to be I mean, hangover. If but you're going to brush your teeth with rum, you're going to be even drunker when you wake up. <laughs> but I didn't. I, I, I don't know. I was I was kind of drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because you're supposed to sleep and then wake up with hangover. But no, you sleep and you wake up with the same drunkness. I don't know if that's that a word. That means you did a great job you, getting yourself that drunk. That you sleep. So you're like, why am I so drunk? So that's called well, a positive. I mean, yeah. if, I'm, <laughs> if I'm still drunk, I'm just going to keep drinking. Ah, but I want to brush my... Th- that was my thought process. Like, but I want to brush my teeth, but I want to keep uh, drinking. There is no water. Of no course, pro- priorities. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to brush my teeth with rum. Cool. Let's hear the next ones. <laughs> I want to hear what else you have to tell me. <laughs> okay. Um, I used to be ashamed of how white my skin is. I know how to surf, surf, and I don't want to have kids. I What's say the light? You don't know. You don't know how to surf. Wow, that's pretty good. That one you got right. I don't know how I to know. surf. I, don't it, know. How, I, know, you, I think you want kids, and I think coming from a country where wait, you, you say you, you I know, think you do want kids. I do not want kids. Not want wait, kids. hold on. If you spot the lie, wait, wait, the, other, the other two are they true? All right, sorry, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Go back. Sorry, I was thinking more. I was focused more on uh, the skin thing. Is it because you come from a country where people are usually darker? Um, yes and no. I mean, there are a little bit of everything. The majority are, are like. So why were you ashamed of having light because skin? Because I'm like transparent, dude. I mean, you can see my the cable of this the, machine. Uh, <laughs> 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 you know what? I never heard that great. I, you can see the cables. The of cabling, this like you see all the connects, <laughs> the cabling. Yeah. <laughs> The, the veins, veins, yeah, of yeah. course. Okay. I like cabling better. Cabling yeah. cables <laughs> better. I'm going to you that. Yeah, so yeah, I I Yo, my I cables are bulging. <laughs> 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 I'm like transparent. I used to be a little, I used to be a little but, but you're no longer ashamed of it. Not at all. Okay, good. Not at all. Should never be. No. Um, whatever complexion you are, be proud of your skin. <laughs> yes. What's the next? Uh, and the other one is, I don't want to have kids. I'm a child-free by choice. I don't. Never yeah, I think you mentioned that to us in the Zion trip, but we had questions yeah. about it. Yeah. No, I don't know. I never felt like, I never felt that passion or Im- impulse of, you know, I'm curious or I want it. Never. In yeah. fact, my mom uh, told me once that I used to, I didn't used to like playing with. Uh, B- doll, baby doll? B- no? no, that I, I, I would like rip them. Don't have kids. <laughs> 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 what about your boyfriend? He doesn't want to have kids. That's why oh, he's sorry. my boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> that's <laughs> why that's the only reason. That was, that was like one thing in the list. No, filter that, that, like you have to be this with this. Those most of the filters. time it's always opposite. Like the person that doesn't want to have kids 
and then it's the person who wants to have the kid. Yeah. You know, I feel that that's a deal breaker. I feel that like those type of conversation in, in terms of relationship, you should you should talk about that in the openly. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. what will be the things that are deal breaker for you? And revis revisit that every now and then because perspective, you know, change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But my perspective has been the same about kids. I don't. I don't want to have kids. Okay. What's the next uh, a dog? Okay. Story? The next, the next three. Let's see if you spot the light. I slept on a tent for two weeks at the beach. I got drunk and pierced my nipples. I never been in a strip club. <laughs> you, know, you know this one. <laughs> I know this one. You've never been to a strip club. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That was a beautiful experience. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on a second. Wait, hold on. So, <laughs> the, <laughs> that the lie is that she's never been to a strip club. It's Which means <sighs> I've been to a strip club. So, obviously. <laughs> what happens in Vegas is supposed to stay in Vegas, but she just brought it onto the podcast. Well, we could just cut it out. There was a uh, nice no, little. No, no, no. Uh, there's certain things we can't cut out because we need to use this for content. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, let's just say on a Zion trip, we ended the night. At a gentleman's club. All right. So if you want to cut this out, we will cut it out. Yeah. Uh, because uh, because everybody wanted to go. And when I mean everybody, 16 ladies on the trip wanted to go to the, to the strip Honest, club. Listen, I'm not going to lie. When you go to a strip club, when you go with a bunch of women, you're going to have the greatest time in the world. It was fun watching them go nuts. Except, no, greatest nine. chicken wings that I ever tried. In my Most life. Yeah, listen, uh, what's the spot that's in Seacalkers? AJ's. Best buffet on uh, during really week. yep lunch buffet or dinner yeah buffet? yeah lunch buffet we gotta get lunch on yeah blue collar special they call yeah, like, what is blue collar special the blue collar special <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay so let's go to the next one okay <laughs> <laughs> um I used to wear red lipstick when I was a little kid okay and I don't like making weird food combination and I had a bat as a pet. A bath as a bed? A bat. A bat as like a pet. A bat, like a, a bat as a pet. Okay. I don't remember you eating anything weird in Zion, so maybe it's a food thing? No, that's the truth. That's the truth. No, hold on. That That's actually the lie. You spot the lie. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Um, Wait, so how big was this bat? It was <laughs> it was a bat like a medium size, but he got stuck in one of these uh thing, old school thing that you used to hang the, the clothes there mm -hmm. to get yeah. it dry. So he got stuck there. So we put him like a stool in that way he wasn't hanging. And every time obviously I was feeding him and giving him water and everything. And I, every time that I was like gripping a little bit his wing in order to get it out, he will make this weird noise. Like, why did you have a bat? Like this. Well, she just said it, it was probably a bat. It was a, a outside bat and it got caught. It in was the outside. It got caught in the clothes. He got so caught. She was saving I, it. I, I saved him. And did you ever free him? Of, absolutely, yeah. I don't know if he made it in like a long life, but <laughs> I did my part. Where was this? <laughs> what? In uh, that was in Barquisimeto, Venezuela. <laughs> it was in Forest Hills. <laughs> <laughs> there might be bats out there. There know? are there are bats yeah. out there. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Is, okay, so Is there another one? Um, one more. Okay. So I don't have a tone piercing. 
I have one tattoo in my body, and my hair my hair color is natural. Well, I already know the lie because you said it when you walked in the door. <laughs> so what's the lie then? You don't have a tattoo. I don't have a tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're in a tattoo studio, <laughs> <laughs> and she walked in and said, "I don't have any tattoos. I want to get a tattoo." So she, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's a good game. Maybe we incorporate that with uh, into the show. It is a good game. Wait, <laughs> so you still have a tongue piercing? You still have the tongue piercing? Because you don't no. sound like you do. I no, I don't, say, yeah. I don't have a tongue you can, you, When somebody has, you can tell the difference. Yeah. Be, the, because the way they, that they speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. when Mark had one? Who? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> a friend of ours named Mark, a guy, had uh, a tongue piercing. And whenever he talked, he's like, What did he have, have? In the middle or in the tip? In the middle. The middle. Yeah. <laughs> and he will be like, showing it, showing off. All the I don't time. know. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, all right, so now I have a few questions for you. Okay. All right, so sure. what do you do for fun? I dance a lot. What kind of music? Um, and, and when you say dance, you just go out and dance or just in your apartment? I, you have I dance, dance class? in my living room. Okay. <laughs> I dance in my living room. I do karaoke in my living room. When I shower, I make, make it a whole ritual and dance too. <laughs> uh, don't hurt yourself, but okay. <laughs> don't hurt yourself. Um, for fun, I like taking care of my myself as well, like skin routine, doing my nails, doing a little bit of self care, self love. I feel like love the self care, so skin routine is going crazy on social media. Girls will be talking about so. something unrelated to skincare, but be putting on their makeup while they talk about it. That's like the new trend. Mm. I feel the new trend. Even is AOC did that. AOC, AOC that, did that. Yeah. I think they're all doing it. It's just, it's just a way to get more views right now. Yeah. I mean, She's I mean, very trendy. I love it. <clears throat> you know, it is certain, certain women will have like a really good makeup thing. It could be minimal or it could be, but people are like, oh, I like the way she do it. So that's why they do it. Yeah. Right? People are like, oh, I like the way you do it. Can you do like a tutorial on it? I think the new trend is uh, you do your makeup and then the person that is narrating is your boyfriend. So because they, they have no clue what are the tools that they are using. <laughs> and, uh, so it makes it, a, it makes it a really fun video. What are your goals and dreams? Goals and dreams. Okay. Um, you can say professionally being, and personally. Okay. I think professionally, obviously, being financially free without deal with micromanagement or working for somebody else, build my own thing which I'm still trying to figure out what it is. Yeah. Um, and um, personally, being happily ever after. Like <laughs> the <Yeah>. movies. <laughs> being happy. I feel that being happy is, is, is a big subject because sometimes, I mean, my perspective is a choice. It's like you don't have to wait until something happens or until you accomplish something to... You can yeah. be happy in pretty rough situations, trust me. I just saw, I just saw this. Yeah, I mean, you would know for sure. Uh, I just, with, with being in Venezuela, obviously things were It's like yeah. if you're not positive, is, is, that's the way to survive. You have to be positive. I agree. I, I just saw this Instagram meme or something that said um, you, retirement age is 65, average lifespan is 76 or 77. Mm. Uh, why? Why wait your whole life to get 11 years of oh. freedom? And he's like, I start having fun during the process. I'm like, yeah, well. The little things. Little things. The like, little I, things. It was, I mean, pers put things in perspective. Yeah, sometimes it's difficult because things uh, um, tend to be routine. 
and falling into the routine <coughs> makes it sometimes like I have to do this. It's not because I want it, because I have to. But then it's like a little switch in mind that you have to yeah. like, yeah, you have to, but you also can enjoy it while you're, have to, while you're doing it. I mean, that happens with everybody. Everybody falls into that routine and that's what they stay. They stay in that routine their entire lives until, all right, it's time to retire and go about my life now. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <coughs> uh, what, what advice would you give high school you, teenage you? Oh, high school me. Don't drink that much rum, Isa. <laughs> Don't brush your teeth with rum. It's probably Don't better Don't brush advice. your teeth. That's my advice. <laughs> um, maybe take more, I don't know, courses, like certification or courses that are valid internationally. In that way, when I leave my country, I will be like, hey, I have this, and this is valid. Right. That will be a, a good... Um, I heard that's actually really big on LinkedIn right now. What Everybody is? doing uh, like yeah. uh, uh, certification, like uh, getting certified in certain things, like uh, Microsoft and stuff like that. Uh, Adobe, like a Photoshop Lightroom. Because like, then like, if you put it on LinkedIn and they see that you're doing it through LinkedIn, companies see it and you'll yeah. get more views that way. Yeah, LinkedIn and there are a lot of platforms that are doing the same. Udemy is another platform where you can get certified. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure if... Uh, college degree are underrated or overrated right now, but I think that it's important that you learn a little bit of everything. That's American. You know, that's have, your, have your plan A, B, and C. No, yeah, just stick with one plan because if it falls down or you get scammed, exactly. <laughs> then you're uh, What's your favorite part of Outsiders? My favorite part of... I have three. Let's hear it. Three favorite parts. The first thing is the vibe uh, of the people. Like, I don't know why everybody that I, every people that a person that I've met there is like super good vibe and good looking people. <laughs> really? Yeah, of course. The second thing are the views. Um, as I was telling you before, I really enjoy the views. The views of when you're hiking or whatever? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Because does that remind you of like Venezuela? Like being down there, like seeing stuff like that? Yes, it does. It does remind me. Where you were from Venezuela, there's a lot of nature around? Yes. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. In Caracas, there is uh, one big mountain uh, that is famous. It's El Avila. I don't know if you heard about it. Not yet, but... There is a a hotel, a pretty popular, fancy, um, emblematic, uh, that is in the top of the mountain. And you usually don't see it because of the... Fog. Fog. Yeah. Because of the fog. And so it's chilly up there, and it's beautiful. Yeah. The views there are beautiful. I remember done a lot of hiking in Caracas. Nice. And uh, one of my favorite hi- hikings there was one that after we reached the top of the mountain, you see to the left, and you see the beach, like the sea, and uh, then you see to the right, and you see you, you, you can see the city. So it yeah. was like a half and half. Oh, nice. It was super nice, yeah. I was into hiking before, but that's why when I... Um, knew about outsiders. I was like, this is my tribe. This is my (laughs) people. (laughs) I remember, I think the first thing you came to was Gertrude's nose, right? Yeah. How'd you find out about the outsiders? Yeah, how'd you find out? What? How'd you find out about the outsiders? I don't know. Probably scrolling down. Yeah, social media. Social media, yeah. Okay. Gotta say, you do a really good job with social media. Try. I forgot to post today. I gotta post. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What's the third thing? You said there's a third thing you like about outsiders? He said, no, uh, I didn't name it. He said, okay, cool. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> all those. Um, all right, so. Uh, oh, the third p- thing was meeting new people. Yeah, yeah, that's important. 
It was pretty nice. Have you, it is pretty nice. Do you have a nice network in New York now or are you still building? <clears throat> I actually, I am part of a community uh, called Corporate Pero Latinas. It's like mostly first gen, but there are also like people like me waiting for their documentation and stuff. Okay. Like they're, they didn't born here, just move and start over. Uh, but I'm mostly first gen of women, Latina women that are in corporate America and, uh, you know, share the same struggle of build in a, a career in yeah. a corporate America because it's a little difficult. Yeah, no, I hear that. <coughs> um, but yeah, I have a lot of friends here. What is your most embarrassing moment? I know you Ooh, got a good that's one. That's a difficult one. I actually, I actually saw that in another video. I was like thinking about it. I don't have a... I mean, very few things make me embarrassing. I'm very, yeah. I don't really care. Especially after 30, you, you don't care about things no, Yeah, She seems like she's real free about She don't really give a shit about yeah. anything. I know. So there's no if, mo- if there's <laughs> gotta be a moment. Everyone has a moment. Yeah, but that's hold on in Spanish. <laughs> um, if I have to think, it has to be like when I was very little because my mindset back then was, oh, I care about what people think about me. That's, that's another me. But it was, um, I have a meetup um, at home in Barquisimeto, back in Barquisimeto, and my mom was there. And it's supposed to be uh, chill. Like, let's just hang out, drink one or two beers, nothing crazy. What, a date? Uh, what? what was it a date you said? No, a group of friends oh, yeah, hanging out in the yeah. party of my, of my uh, house. Mm-hmm. And it ended up not being chill at all. People were smoking. Uh, one friend threw it up at <laughs> in the living room. It's like, you have a whole patio to throw it out. And you went to throw it out in my freaking living throw room. Up? He threw up? Thro- oh. He threw up in my living room. And yes. another friend. Well, that's not embarrassing for you. Well, that was embarrassing because my mom was there. Oh, okay. And uh, then I told I told her, like, it's going to be chill. Just a group of friends hanging out at home. I mean, just, it's going to be fine. And one of them got so drunk that he went to my uh, mom's bedroom and just passed, not pass out, like, fall asleep in the bed. And my mom was like, Isa, there is a guy next to my bed what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> they were everybody was so, i think i was a little tipsy not drunk drunk so there's three levels of drunkness well i describe it as a three level it's like the tipsy like i'm happy tipsy there is like tipsy but i'm getting there like hello and there's drunk yep. drunk like yeah, you white girl wasted <laughs> And there is, there is the drunk, drunk, drunk. I feel like most of the friends that were in my house were like drunk, drunk. 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 Okay. Yeah. So that was embarrassing. Sorry, mom. I love you. That was embarrassing. <laughs> <nice. laughs> it's, it's not that bad of a story. But okay. I, as I told you, I can, you know, I can see if you growing up and your mom lets you have a party in your house and dudes get so drunk that somebody throws up in your living room and the other oh. guy passes out in your, mom's, your bed. mom's bed. Yeah, that's no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I never seen my mom that that angry <laughs> <No>. before. <laughs> was like, I don't know, I don't like those friends that you were hanging out. <laughs> Why are you hanging out with them? <laughs> they they smoke drugs. <laughs> smoke drugs. <laughs> okay, on to the next question. Uh, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you want to share about yourself? Mm, let's see. I'm into yoga now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, 
Um, oh, I hurt my back not too long ago, and I have a herniated disc. Oh, now. I know all about <sighs> that. Why? You have a herniated disc? No, too? I had surgery for a herniated disc. What? But it was a, it wasn't just herniated; it was herniated, but it popped out too. So. Oh. Yeah. Okay, but you couldn't walk or something like that. I couldn't sit for two months. I couldn't. I was walking with a limp. I started not feeling my left foot. I know, but it was like it got worse. My advice to you, if I'm gonna give you physical advice, physical therapy is crazy. All day, three, do three times a day, two to three times a day. But I'm also, doing, the, I'm doing the, physical therapy every, from Monday to Friday. No, do it every day. Do it on your own. Uh, yeah, because paying physical therapy no, no, is like 80 bucks own. per session. <laughs> exactly. Do, do like, find out the exercises you need to do. Do them on your own. Do them at least twice a day. But also, the body can reabsorb it. So it, that's I didn't have a choice because it started. It was, so it was how do you bad. have the herniated disc? sports i got it i think it was because i went to a phase of lifting weights it was from <laughs> weights and sports if you're not if you're not doing like phys- like corrective exercise and strengthening like core and certain muscles then and you're lifting heavy weights your your body's not gonna be able to support that and that your fir- first things to go is your i think program. uh posture as well like if you work in a nine to five and you are like with this posture yeah, you can develop it. if you're not a very active person it can develop a herniated disc yeah. it's tough Yeah, but if you're not active, it's because you're weak, <coughs> you know, physically. You know how, um, what was the <coughs> the deciding point that I say I have to go for physical therapy and do for help, uh, like su- search for help? <coughs> It was a night that I was with friends out dancing and I couldn't, I couldn't twerk. Twerking, you know, God forbid you can't twerk, then you need to make sure you get help for uh, sure. Yes. Wait, I'm sorry, I didn't have headphones. You said you couldn't twerk. <laughs> I was I waiting can't. for your reaction. Like I'm these. sorry, I had to. Chris, I, not hear this. I was adjusting my headphones. She said, she said the reason what made her realize she needed to get help and check, get checked out and something was wrong is because she went out dancing with her friends and couldn't twerk. Again, priorities. I mean, you got to be. Able I couldn't to twerk. twerk. I was like, what the heck is going on? And you live in Queens where you need to twerk to get exactly. around. Exactly. Everybody <laughs> was going like down. <laughs> Yeah, dancing yeah, yeah. and I was like, hell no, my back hurts. Has it feel better now? Huh? It feels better now? Yes. Okay, good. And now I'm doing acupuncture too. Acupuncture is going to be good on the symptoms, but it won't solve the issue. I know. So I know. But if, if there is I a rough nine where you twerk very hard, next day, <laughs> next day you get acupuncture and it will help you. But physical therapy is the most important. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm doing, I'm doing physical the, therapy. The last uh, <laughs> portion of this of our interview series is five rapid fire questions. Wait, this is done? Well, well, five more questions for you. Okay. There's five rapid fire, meaning if I ask you a question, the first thing that comes to your mind, you answer. Okay? Don't think about it. Are just, you going to give me options or is something? No, no, no. You just, it's whatever it comes to mind. So, for example, my <coughs> first question is, what's your favorite city other than New York City? Or New, uh, other than New York City? Yeah. Caracas. Okay. Uh, if you could do any other profession in the world... What would you do? Professional dancer. What kind of like ballet or ballroom or what? Like urban dancing. Okay. okay. Professional twerker. Professional <laughs> twerker. <laughs> What's your vice? My what? Vice. So basically, what is like your weakness? Some people do drugs. Addiction. Some people eat addiction. Do addiction. Uh, yeah. Mostly addiction, but like what is well, your I mean, weakness? I'm yeah. Huh? Weakness. Um... Like some people with cigarettes, some people with alcohol, some people with food, some people it's... But it has to be something or like a what, touchable thing? What comes to mind? It comes to mind like I'm still working on being a better listener. Listener? Listener. 
Oh, well, that's working on yourself, but what's your like? What, what is something that you can't live without? Like you have to have it. Yeah. Usually, it's a negative connotation for vices. Yeah. I think chocolate. Okay, that, that could be chocolate. Like I don't know why, but I, I ate lunch and I want chocolate, yeah. and then I ate dinner and well, I want me, chocolate, and I get you, grumpy. If what kind of chocolate. chocolate do you like? Milka. Milk, like milk chocolate. No, Milka. I know, but what it's kind a brand, of milk? No, it's a brand. Of I know chocolate. it's a brand, but I'm saying it's there's a different kinds. Which one? Well, I have been buying this Milka with crispy rice that yeah. I'm addict addicted to it. Yeah. They're so good. I love okay. it. That's okay. That's your vice. I love. And I that's, that's a very common vice, sweets. Sweets is 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 a is a thing. Mm -hmm. You can get very addict to it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> sugar is addictive. Yeah. All right. What is your greatest fear? My greatest greatest fear. Yeah. What are you most afraid of? Um, not be able to travel. Okay. Like being stuck. Yeah. Which I deal with that before i feel that now i have it more on the control because therapy you know what yeah it's, it's, a, it's actually and that answer makes perfect sense based on where you your situation you came from you know it's like being stuck it's like you want to have the choice even if you don't have like the plan like i i, I have these savings and it's gonna be like completely blocked because i cannot live i don't i don't have any plan right now but i want to have the choice to, yeah, to so have the fear it is not being able to have that choice yeah, do yeah. What you don't, don't yeah. be able to have the choice yes yeah, yeah I, I can understand that i've never had i've never experienced that the closest thing i can say i've experienced that with was when i went to cuba <clears throat> and uh which part of cuba, cuba you went havana and uh Vinales. so i went to nice. both those places but I was, we're flying out of cuba Meanwhile, there's no internet, there's no updates, we're in the airport. We go into the airplane, all of a sudden, these are planes, like 1950s Russian planes, right? So you get in a plane and <laughs> it's making some noise, they turn back, like, we have to fix it. We're waiting at the gate. We end up waiting for hours to find, like, we have to take you to the airport. You're only allowed to be here for a little bit. So we go to a local hotel where we end up getting a room. And it was me and my buddy Paulie and these two girls that we met at the airport. We ended up taking shots of rum and just having good time, making the best of the time we had. Cuban rum? Uh, Cuban rum, yes. It's very strong. Havana Club. So we had that. Ooh. And then uh, they, time to bring us back. So like two hours there, we go back to the airport and like there's no updates, nothing. I'm getting worried about getting on this old Russian jet. And it was just like not knowing what was going on was, was stressful enough. Uh, you, again, you didn't know if you were gonna get out of there or not. Exactly. It already, already is like you know, I was a little nervous about going back to the states, having been there, even though you know I have a European citizenship as well, which makes it okay. But <clears throat> so all these things were crossing my mind. But uh, you know, Oof. that was only for what ten hours, not even. So mm. I couldn't imagine living that way and having yeah. that food. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Last question: <clears throat> What's your favorite food, and what did you bring us today? Okay. My favorite food is empanadas. Yes. I love empanadas. Okay. Well done, Venezuelan empanadas. empanadas. There are so a lot of versions of it, but Venezuelan empanadas, obviously. What separates Venezuelan empanadas from like Argentinian or other What's cultures? What's the what? what? What's the difference between... Oh, Venezuelan empanadas are made out of corn. Yeah. Like corn mixture. Yeah. And they're usually filled with a... Long, like a big variety of things and yeah. we put names to it for example if it's like a combination between black beans and cheese we call it domino domino okay that makes sense domino. if we if you it's a combination with shredded chicken and avocado 
Uh, we call it Reina Pepeada. What's your favorite? Reina Pepeada. And that was your got? Yeah, that's what I got. Let's go. Anyway, I, I know I told you I'm gluten-free. This is gluten-free as well? Yeah, of course. Oh. This is gluten-free. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I know my, my, to answer your question, my favorite foods are empanadas and arepas. Arepas, okay. So well, what, what, what we have right now is arepas. So arepas are more unique to Venezuela, right? Yes. Because uh, empanadas me, are shared well, by other cultures. It's literally, it's a, a South American thing, right? Is it's it? a South, I mean, every country have their they ver have their version. version of, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's actually a common joke about it. This is Be chicken and avocado? Yes, correct. Amazing. There is actually a... a a common like joke about it because the rivality is that correct way to pronounce it rivality um, between arepa is from Venezuela or from Colombia, so it's like yeah. So, so it's where like is it from? man, arepas are from Venezuela. <laughs> from Venezuela, la arepa es de Venezuela. If you Google it, what's the first? Um, like in the research, uh, was the first arepa registered in history? It will come out. The arepa. What's well, funny? We had what? We had a, a Colombian friend of mine, Susana, and it would be great to get you both on here. No, <laughs> I love arepas in from Colombia as well. Every country have their own version. Yeah. I mean, we mm -hmm. call tequeños, which is like the uh, here is like cheese sticks, and mm. yeah, they're a little different though. But <laughs> you know, every country have their own version. Why is this of your food. favorite? Oh, yeah, I like the mushy thing inside. Like the chicken the and chicken avocado thing. mix? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if I, I have like to describe you, this, it's it's a corn arepa, right? It's like a corn mixture uh, that you you mixture with water in order to make the consistency. And then when you do the, con the after the consistency is done, you, you do this. <laughs> if you're a pro, you do that. Okay. But if you're not a pro, you have to do it in the table. Gotcha. <laughs> and like you use a little help. And the inside Mom is like, sorry, go ahead. M moms usually go like this. Yeah. Like Can you do that yet? What? Can you do that? No. Okay. <coughs> yeah, <I'm looking> for, <laughs> all right, from my angle, it kind of looks like it's like almost like a falafel. Not falafel. It's I'm difficult. sorry. Like, um, <coughs> like what? Like, like, uh, like. I can't think of the word right Come now. Come on. Like a, almost like a gyro type thing, where everything's squished together. So what it is it's shredded chicken? Yeah. It's almost like shredded chicken mixed with like an avocado spread. I don't want to say guacamole because it tastes like guacamole. But you know what? <laughs> no, it doesn't is taste it? like guacamole. It's like avocado m mashed with uh, chicken in this in this delicious mix. Uh, I see onions. I see other spices in there. Cilantro is this Cilantro, one? Cilantro, a little bit. Yeah. Not as much as guacamole. I feel that guacamole is a little bit more as acidic. Yeah. Instead, this one is more like creamy. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. Mm. Yeah, this is really good. I like this. And, and you don't even need, mm. like, you know, a lot of sandwiches and things you need sauces for. I mean, I see sauces here, but this is so, you know, yeah, moist yeah, yeah. because of the avocado. It's great. What sauce is that? Um, wasakaka. Whoa, whoa. I, I love that name. Wasakaka. Wasakaka is made out of, uh, the base is, I think it's mayonnaise. Yeah, it is mayonnaise. And they put like a little bit of onion, garlic, and I think cilantro as well. Mm. That hip is amazing. I know, right? If you close your eyes, you can you. Oh my god, it's a wow. Mm. So where where did you get these from? Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mm. I can see because you feel you you you're eating mm. and you look like you're home right now. Mm. Yeah. Mm. This is so good. I love it. 
I got this one from Classic Arepa, like eight minute walk from 14th Street and 6th Avenue. Okay. So in Manhattan? In Manhattan, okay. yeah. And how does it uh, compare to the ones you've had in Venezuela? Oh, this is pretty good. Really? Actually, I have been trying uh, a lot of Venezuelan restaurants. Um, I got disappointed before. Like, I mean, I hear, a lot of, I, I, I hear a lot of people complain that they come over here and like, this does not taste like the food from my country. Funny, fun fact, when I introduced Venezuelan food to my boyfriend, <laughs> it was in a shitty fucking restaurant and they didn't represent like good. And he was like, oh, I don't. <laughs> Has he had it again since? <laughs> and I was like, this is, please erase this from your memory right now. Please, I, assure, I, I can make sure that this is, this is not, this is not it. All right. Some places out there, uh, they don't. This is good. I like the little grill marks on the, the arepa, too. It's nice. Uh, want me to save you some? Are you good, Chris? No, I'm good. All right. <clears throat> so. Mm, hold on. Oh, you have something else? I got dessert, too. What is it? I flan? No flan. Quesillo. Quesillo. What's the difference between flan and quesillo? The name. No, hold on. I think, no, no, hold on. Wow, I'm such an ignorant. I'm not a big cooker. <laughs> uh, I think there is a difference in the preparation, maybe some ingredients. I'm not sure. The texture looks a little bit different. It looks a little... Um, I think flan is different. Flan looks a little more fragile. It has more consistency. Well, I don't know. That, um, look, that looks like flan this, this is, I bring flan because um, it represents the first work that I did when I was uh, in Venezuela. Uh, my grandma taught me how to make flans, and I used to have this bike that has like a little um, basket on the front. So I started making flans, and then going around the neighborhood selling selling flans. Really, that's what you did? Yeah, and then spend that in Rome. Oh, well. <laughs> Wait, how old are you doing this? No, I was like I don't know, sixteen, fifteen years no, old. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> Brushing teeth with Rome at fifteen. <laughs> I bring something up. Oh my goodness. This, oh, what's this? This is it's supposed to be a cereal. It looks like a, a cereal I had in France when but I was a kid. I used to eat that without milk or anything. I used to just eat it. Is that a Venezuelan brand? Yeah. Wait, so where yes. is this? This is actually my yes, name. Did, did you get that up here? Uh, I get it in the same place that I, that I got the arepas. Okay. Cla classic arepas. You usually have like a little stand with. with we call it chucherias, which means candies. Chucherias. Chucherias, yeah. This is cool. I feel like a lot of cultures have um, this style of so you get candy can, cereal. You got the flips. I got and it. I you got, got it all. Toronto. And what is this? This is for Chris. What is this? Toronto. What's uh, chocolate, I guess, or caramel? Can you say it? Toronto. <laughs> Basically, Toronto. I thought that you were going to say Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto. But now you say you're good, knowing your R's. I try. Well, I mean, <clears throat> we grew up in an area where it's, it's predominantly Hispanic. So yeah. Of course. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I speak French, but French don't roll their R's, actually. So. No? No, French don't roll their R's. They, they have this more throaty sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. This is great. I appreciate you going all out. And no, seriously, because, yeah. I mean, I can think of one other person who went all out. Mm. Who was it? Uh, Samantha Dom. Yep. <laughs> she, she brought this. Uh, no, no, no. She. I mean, yeah. Well, uh, Samantha. I just said Samantha. She's the one that just came to my mind. Yeah, right? exactly. She went. She went like she literally went to a 
a spot to get like each thing was one different place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like she what? went to a bunch yeah. of different spots wow. and brought up a whole thing for it was That's crazy. amazing. But it was also like everything was from her culture. She was Chinese. Everything. Yes. Oh, uh, I should have been here. You know, if you don't follow, she has one of the greatest Instagrams yeah. ever. Like her shit is funny as hell. Yeah. <laughs> What's her name? Sam, Samantha Dong. Uh, Sam. Nice. What's her Instagram? Sam Dong. I don't think Don's in there. But, um, yeah, so. She did a great job with, uh, with the food. food. So everything, the was from, everything was from her culture, with the exception to the dessert, which was this amazing chocolate chip cookie from uh, uh, Sheep City. Mama or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Have you ever tried the Chip City cookies? What, Chip City? Not I, yet. I've, no. I don't think I have, no. I love Chip City cookies. I gotta try it out. That's pretty good. Uh, but. Cheers to this, and thank you for coming. I love Thank you. Cheers. Cheers to Arepa. Where is Arepa from? Arepa's from Venezuela, right? Yes! <laughs> claro que sí. Claro que sí. I don't know. I heard it's from Colombia. <laughs> okay, Chiquiri. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to a whole explanation about it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, listen, thank you so much. You're actually so entertaining to yeah. interview. We'll... Um, We'll get this up there and make sure we'll tag you. Uh, but also, thank you for sharing your story about your yeah, of course. Uh, your immigration here and what happened, how you did it. I think it's important for others to hear it because some people might share the same story and be a little shy about it, and they'd be willing to share it. Now. Embarrassing, yeah. So, um, thank you, and we'll have to have you back one day when we do second rounds. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Thank guys. you so much for having me. Thank you.